Welcome to another edition of the Inside BS Show. I'm Dave Lorenzo, and today we're going to do something really, really interesting. We're going to get you into the right mindset to succeed in your business. My guest today is Mr. Baz Lebesque, and he is going to help you get rid of the old stuff and behaviors that are not serving you anymore. And more than ever, you're going to be ready to bring in the new that you've always wanted, the new stuff into your life, the new people, the new processes, the new systems. But this is going to be a show about really taking care of yourself. We're focusing on executive health and life coaching today, and that's what Boz does. Boz started his career in hotel management, just like yours truly, just like me. He was working over 100 hours a week and smoking two packs a day, not unusual in the hospitality industry, and he realized that his life was never going to be sustainable. He knew he wasn't going to make it if he kept doing that. So he quit smoking, and he made a switch to banking and financial markets, and after 12 years of just crushing it in the financial industry, he decided he was going to take a sabbatical. And during this period, he lived in Rio de Janeiro and traveled all throughout Australia. After that adventure, he went back into finance as a freelance consultant. His career took him into many different places like Boston, Shanghai, Paris, Luxembourg, Brussels, and he loved that international experience. I mean, just thinking about that now, you know, that we're, we're currently going through such a, a time when we really don't even leave our homes. I think about Boz's travel and I think, you know, I, I'd like to do just one of those cities myself. Now, on the other hand, Boz always felt, he always felt like there was something more than finance for him. And in 2011, he started a journey down a path for a healthier life himself. He increased his physical activity. He became more aware of health and nutrition. And along the road, he started drinking less. Eventually, he phased out drinking altogether. And this totally felt natural, and it didn't feel like a sacrifice for him at all. The last part of his journey, his health journey, was a mental one. And now, and we're going to talk about this because I'm really fascinated with this, Boz embraces minimalism and he is an advocate and a practitioner of a special type of breathing. He's going to teach us all about that today. He's a health and lifestyle coach for executives just like you. Please join me in welcoming Boz Lebesque to the Inside BS Show. Boz, welcome to the show. I have had this interview circled on my calendar for a long time. I want to get healthier. I want to have a better better mental state. So welcome, and thanks for all you're going to teach us. Thank you so much for having me, Dave. It's a really wonderful opportunity to to share my story and to to get, to share some of the lessons I've learned. And uh, yeah, let's uh, let's hit it. All right, so Boz, I'm going to tell you. Uh, I'm going to tell you about my background as a as a, a 19, 18, 19 year old bellman, all the way up through 12 years in the hospitality industry. Right. So first thing, no matter what shift you're working, you walk in through the loading dock door, and there's three of your buddies out there having a smoke. So what do you do? You go. You go up to them. You say, Hey, good morning, good afternoon. How you doing? You light up a cigarette too, right? And then you go punch in. You get. You put your uniform on. You punch in, or you, if you're an executive, you, you know, you go and uh, get to work. You work in your office for a couple of hours, and then you go take a peek at the back dock. You see who's out at the back dock having a smoke, and you go have a smoke with them at that point too. Catch up on all the day's gossip, and then you go back to work for another hour or two 
And then it's almost lunchtime. You take a peek out at the back dock and there's two or three different friends out there coming into work for their shift. So you go out and you have a smoke at the back dock. You eat your lunch. You have your post lunch cigarette. You go back to work. You meet a few guests. You, you know, do some work. And then another hour passes by. And what do you do? You stop by the back dock and you have another cigarette. Does that sound familiar, Boz? Oh, my God. When I was so when I was smoking these two packs of cigarette, I was I was living in the hotel where I was working. And my my day was like was planned around cigarettes. You know, I would wake up in my in my bed, have two cigarettes. Then I would have a shower. After the shower, I would have a cigarette. I would go down downstairs, and basically, every thirty minutes, I would go up to my room to have a cigarette. It was just like it was insane. And then, like lunches, it was like I would only have lunch. Like I would sit down, have two cigarettes, and then I have lunch, and then after lunch I needed to have another two cigarettes. This, I mean, it's a it's a life I cannot even imagine anymore. That I, you know, that I, that I did smoke two packs of cigarettes. That's you have a, you know, you have a you have a cigarette in your hand basically all day, and. You know, I, I, I went. I, I started my career uh, in the front office. I worked in housekeeping, and then I, I went to work in banquets as a catering service manager. Uh -huh. And I remember, so in housekeeping, we start. We would start the day. We would have a stand up meeting right in the housekeeping area. You know, the fifty housekeepers and me. We'd talk about what we we're going to accomplish for the day. When I went to work in banquets, we had our stand up meeting on the back dock because everybody would smoke. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I mean, absolutely. And I, what, so I was working in a hotel in Shanghai, and you could smoke in the back of the house. You, know? oh, you didn't wow. even have to go outside. So you're so filling, you're filling it, water pitchers with a cigarette hanging. <laughs> yeah, it was like it was like insane, insane. And I'm, I mean, I'm so happy I quit that. You know, I if I if I'd continued, the chances of me sitting here today, you know, continuing doing that, I would be. Yeah, what was what be. is the, so the the hardest part of your health journey, your personal health journey? Was was the hardest part stopping smoking? Was it embracing healthier eating? Was it stopping drinking? Was it becoming a minimalist? What was the hardest part of your of your journey? Most difficult. I think stopping drinking, for really? for health reasons, because drinking is so. Uh, so intertwined with with social life and with 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 uh, uh, yeah festivities and there's a I experience a lot of peer pressure from my from my colleagues from my friends and they're all like you know when I when I I had like, let's say dry periods you know where I wouldn't drink for a month or like two months or three months and and then people will be like, oh, you're so boring, you know, it's like, you're no more fun. You used to be so much fun and all that stuff. And, and you, you know, you see them, I don't know, I would not say, you know, they all got wasted or drunk, you know, but after five drinks, you see the energy change yeah. and you'd be like, you know, bye-bye, I go and you leave and you'd be like, oh my God, I'm the loser. You know, I'm, they're having all the fun. I'm not having the fun, but it really started, you know. I started to make more of a connection with the day after, you know, the day after I wanted to do, I wanted to exercise. I was, I was, I was doing CrossFit. I was training with a personal trainer three times a week. And I'm like, you know, I'm spending all this money on this, on this personal trainer and on this progress. And I make progress during the week, but I kill it all over the weekend, you know. And then on Monday, I basically had to start from, from zero again, you know, building up a week of progress and then destroying it in the weekend. And it's, I mean... Not that I would get like hammered or something, but you know, even if you feel like five 
or let's say 10 drinks over over the weekend you know your progress is gone and i wanted to you know i wanted to to progress and i wanted to create and i wanted to be saturday morning in the gym or in the crossfit box and and feel ready to go and not like fighting this well, either hangover or this like a negative mood it's like oh my god it's hard you know i'm, I'm not really into it and uh, uh yeah you know, so you know i i find that uh the i i we i've cut back to only uh only either friday or saturday uh i used to have a glass of wine every night with dinner sometimes two glasses of wine every night with dinner i cut back to only one night a week and the reason I did it candidly was because my sleep would would be worse, and I, my and my productivity every day is dependent upon whether I get a good night's sleep or not. I'm I'm finding that if I don't get a good night's sleep, my productivity is about half of what it could be because you know there's mental fogginess and you just like you said you're lethargic, you just can't get mo moving and. Even a glass of even one or two glasses of wine affects the quality of the sleep that I have. So to me, it just became not worth it. I mean, from a I mean, forget about you know dependency or anything like that. It was, uh -huh. it, was a, it was a business decision. I just couldn't be productive if I, no, if I, I, kept, I you know it was not a good thing. I totally agree. You know, and I, let's say my average day is, is a seven and a half out of ten, and I'm not willing it. To be a seven you know or a six and a half it's just like you know if i can you know if what's in my control you know where i can get it at the seven and a half I, i'm happy you know that's where i want to be of course life will throw me challenges you know in my in my career in my work in, in in just other things that happen and if that's you know if that brings me to a six and a half fine you know or even a five I'll, I'll deal with it but i'm not willing to go for to six yeah, and a half don't for, for two glasses of drinks yeah, yeah, yeah don't intentionally set yourself back talk yeah. about um talk about your so your what what along your journey brought you what made you decide to uh make the switch to leading a more healthy lifestyle it sounds like it was gradual but at what point did you say, I'm going to stop smoking? And then what point did you say, I'm going to go to the gym? And what point did you say, I'm going to stop drinking? And then what point did you say, I really need to figure out how to make this a system and then teach other people the system? Tell us about the different points along your career where you made these decisions, because it may help somebody else make the decisions. Mm -hmm. Well, the smoking was really, you know, you keep telling yourself, uh, I'll manage, you know, I'll be the one that can get 80 with two packs a day that's 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 a that's a pure lie yeah. and you know i was like this is just so it's gonna kill me you know and i'm it i just didn't want to listen to that lie anymore so i basically said this needs to change so i took a drastic i, I basically quit from one day to the next um it was you know then i got into this into this moment where it's like you know i didn't smoke for four months i was like i can have that one cigarette at a party it's not a problem okay you go down the down the the, the gliding scale again and you're like then it's a weekend and you're smoking a whole pack again and then i you know i said i only smoke on holidays okay first first holiday at one week i i did it and i quit then the next holiday was three weeks i smoked for three weeks and then i come back and i was and and then I couldn't quit, you know. Uh, so all this, like, all this this talk, and then you know, then I was in 
I was in Canada and I was smoking there and I was like, I hated the cigarettes they were they, they had over there. They was they were just so disgusting. <laughs> and, and I was like, you know, just just stop it. You know, you've been trying to stop now for so long. Just stop. And that's basically the moment I was like, I'm done. It's over. Yeah. So and, something something flipped in your head where you were like, yeah. that's it. I'm, it's over. I'm done. Uh huh. And the drinking, I mean, the drinking was really like, I would have, you know, there was, when I was in my early 30s, there was way more drinking and there was way more partying. And I was feeling that the hangovers were, were getting heavier and heavier uh, to deal with. Not, and I wasn't increasing uh, my consumption. But so I, I started to experiment with, I remember, yeah, the first weekend I was, I said I was going to drink. I was like, there's no weekend you know if i can't drink i have no weekend you know let's forget this it's going to be the, the worst weekend of my life and then you listen to all these like stories you tell yourself and they're just i mean they're just complete crazy you know mm -hmm. and so i i started experimenting with longer periods of not drinking with like a month and then three months and then so that grew gradually as well and then i re then i I was doing the CrossFit Games, and in this period, I, I never, I never, I never drink because that's, I mean, it's a five-week competition, and it's, 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 it's devastating for for your results. So, and while I was doing that, I went onto a trip with uh, ten English guys, who I thought were all going to be heavy drinkers. We were going to go skiing. And I was like, oh, my God, how am I going to do this? You know, there's 11 of us and I'll be the only one not drinking. So there was this there was this other guy and he his his uh, his brother tried to commit or did a suicide attempt a couple of months before. And he was like, I need to I need to start my life. I'm drinking too much. I'm, and he set himself a goal not to drink for a whole year. And I was like, okay, that's a, I mean, that's a, that's a challenge. That's something I hadn't done yet. I had done three months. So you know, I'll, I'll just, I'll try, I'll try, I'll try a year. So and as the year was going on, you know, I wasn't missing it anymore. And and my friends were also telling me, you know, when we, when you get, uh, you know, when you get to the year, because they were, it was the twenty seventh of February. So then they were talking about it so much that I remembered that date. Otherwise, I wouldn't remember it. But they were like, you know, when you haven't drank for a year, we're gonna get you so hammered. And I was like. You know, that's the most ridiculous way to celebrate that you haven't drunk for for a year. And then I basically said, you know, I don't need this anymore. It's done. I just let it go. I feel so much better. My energy level is like, it's way higher. It's it's not worth it, you know. And I don't, I don't, now I have no problem with leaving, leaving the party at 11 o'clock or midnight where other people might go on until three or four in the morning it's it's not it's not worth it you know i i can find the fun in in the evening until 11 o'clock and that's that's uh um, that's just it and i fitness wise i when i i've always been like doing sports but then i i came across crossfit and and i i really loved that way of training you know there was a competitive element in in let's say go to the gym i never really enjoyed going to the gym and working on these machines and now you're doing kind of the same same exercises and but now in in a, in a competitive kind of way 
uh, well, you can compete against yourself by improving your time, but you're also competing against your friends. And I mean, you can even compete against other, uh, like against women, you know. And uh, so it's it's that that really, uh, yeah, tr triggered something in me that I wanted more and more and more. And that's when nutrition needed to come in because now I was working out seven times a week and really heavy as well. And I needed to, yeah, work on, on, on nutrition and, and uh, yeah, letting go of, of, of the alcohol was a, was a major part as well. All right. So let's talk a little bit about the, um, the methodology that you've created to help other people with this, because this mm -hmm. is, you know, this is what you do now. You coach people on health and, uh, and, you know, mental well-being, uh, particularly executives. Talk about what you do for people when they come to you and they say, hey, listen, I, I understand that you can, you know, you can help me improve my productivity. I'm, I'm sure a lot of executives come to you and say, hey, Boz, I hear you've got this methodology that can help people improve their productivity. How does it how does it work when someone comes to you? How do you work with people? So usually, I mean, it basically all comes down that these people are in some kind of form of overwhelm, and whether that is like work related or in their family life or or in their health or they've been like trying to work on their health for a very long uh for a very long time but they basically you know they've just given away more and more and more of their to their let's say to their profession mm -hmm. and they they tend to forget about themselves and they have no they just don't know how to make their way back basically and what i I have a very strong philosophy on that your your foundation of sleep, energy, nutrition, and exercise uh, needs to be needs to be right. But it also it needs to be right for you. Mm -hmm. You know that that I that I exercise seven times a week. That's 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 for me. You know that I sit in cold water. That's for me. That doesn't mean that that that's the same for someone else. I, I, for example, I'm working with this with this executive at the moment. And we're, I'm trying to get him to move a bit more than he, he was he, he used to. Mm -hmm. It's like so. What what do you like? What did you like to do when you were when you were younger? And he's like, oh, I'd love to do jump ropes. I say, tell me more. And he's like, ah, I do all these tricks with this jump with the, with this rope. And I was like, why not pick it up? You know, let's do it again. And of course, then all kinds of excuses came. The weather is not nice. It's cold. It's, I need to wait till summer. It's like, no, you know, why you need to wait till summer? You know, you have, you have the space, you go out on your terrace and do, do jump ropes. I mean, he starts to do jump ropes and you see, you see his life is shifting. You know, yeah. he's, he starts to sleep better. He's more outside. He's more decisive on, on cutting back on drinking. He's looking at his nutrition in, in a different way. And for him, that that might be the, that trigger, you know. And I worked, I worked with another woman. She, she was an exec, or she is an executive and responsible for uh, eighteen thousand people in her in her organization. And she's like, I'm not walking my talk. And I'm like, What do you mean? She's like, Yeah, you know, I talk about long term employability, sustainability, healthy workforce. Look at me, you know, I'm thirty kilos overweight. I'm like. 
yes you are i mean i don't <laughs> i don't sugarcoat the things as they are you know that's uh, i'm not there to be her friend but i'm there to help her mm -hmm. so when we started when i started looking at working with her and looking the way she was living her life um i was like my first my first thought was you know let's get her moving and let's get let's look at nutrition but her life her life was basically a mess she was working 70 hours a week uh, she uh, <laughs> had more children than I could ever handle uh, and so I mean she wasn't sleeping it's like we need to get you to sleep you know you're sleeping five hours a night you work till two o'clock in the morning every single night you know it's this not working of course you feel exhausted burned out and and your life is your life is so out of balance you know and of and therefore your body is out of balance and the moment we started to shift our balance you know with the moment we start bringing in sleep we started to look at our calendar it's like what can you what can you stop you need to stop th things you need to start delegating things you need to start educating your team because you're doing you're doing their work you know you need you need you need to fix that so we yeah. fix all that and by doing so, she became relaxed and she started losing weight without being on a diet, without exercising, without any like pills or, or, or meal replacements. It's just like it was more she was probably eating more, but consistently it's like you need to give yourself 20 minutes for lunch every single day, not working, just eat mindfully. Not at five o'clock in the afternoon, have your first meal where you're just like going to stuff your face, whatever, whatever you can get your hands on. It's not working, you know, yeah. be you the know, leader, be the leader of your life, you know, of your of your body, of your person, of your life, of your balance. And then you'll be the leader for your for 20, for 18, 20,000 people. Yeah, it's so it's so interesting that you that that you say. I love the I love the expression be the leader of your life. That is that is a fantastic way of looking at it. And I um I'm wondering if you, you know, when you work with your clients is is sleep the is that is that one of the foundational things? Is that one of the first things you look at? Cuz I I'll I'll explain why I'm asking this. I I think from from my own experience um, I, I was in really good shape pre-pandemic. I made a decision in 2020, uh, well, New Year's Eve 2019 into 2020, of course, New Year's, right? I made the decision I'm going to get in shape. So for January, February, and you know March of 2020, I uh, stopped drinking. I focused on my diet. And I worked really hard and I, I lost a lot of weight. I was in good shape and even, you know, I was traveling a lot, but I, I was able to, it's, you know, when you're traveling, it's a lot of work to eat healthy because it's easy to eat junk food because it's so accessible, right? So even while traveling in January, February, in the first part of March in 2020, I was able to maintain that lifestyle. And I had gotten to a place where I was at my ideal weight. My, you know, my body mass index wasn't what uh, bodybuilders would be, but it was it was in the healthy range. Okay, and I felt good. I felt good. I, you know, I was still probably drinking too much. Probably having a glass of wine or two glasses of wine at dinner every night. It was probably a little too much, but I and my sleep was not good. But it was, but my weight was better, and I felt better about myself because of it. Then the pandemic hit and the stress and the anxiety of the pandemic combined with the economic influences that come that creep in led me back to my old habits because 
The worst thing is when you introduce external stress uh, to an environment that you're not completely settled in, you run back to what you what you were used to before. Um, and then toward the toward the end of last year, the, some of the economic anxiety went away. Things things kind of normalized from a business perspective, and I realized that I had I had gained back the weight that I lost, and I was exposing myself even more to you know, I was vulnerable to the virus because my my body mass index, my BMI, had creeped back up again. Because I had put on extra weight, my blood pressure was outside of the normal range again, and I was I was starting to feel like my energy was lower than it had been at the beginning of the year. So I kind of snapped back into where I was, and now you know that was that was November. We made the change. My wife and I made the change in November, and now it's completely normal for us. We're recording this toward the end of February. It's completely normal for us to eat healthy. I realized that sleep was the foundation of everything. If I could get between six and a half and eight hours of sleep every day, I was going to be far, like seven is the magic number for me. If I get to seven hours of sleep, I am in fantastic, uh, I'm in a fantastic mood the next day. I'm mentally sharp. I feel like I'm ready to take on the world. And, you know, Boz, I don't know if you do this with your clients, but it took a lot of work to get into a better sleep pattern. You have to remove all the electronics from your bedroom. You got to turn out all, all the lights have to be off. It has to be cool. You have to be in the right mental state. You can't, you know, have an argument with someone on the phone right before you go to bed. You got to be in the right mental state. Talk about why sleep is the foundation and help us get into better habits of getting into the, the, the mindset to go to sleep. I mean, a lot of people think that sleep is like you depart and you're gone, you know, but it's it's your body restores and your body is so active in that period. And it needs to your body needs that space to restore uh, what's been damaged during the day and that's that's like a normal process you know when you move you damage your muscles but there's also a lot of things that your that your mind processes during the night um, what happened the day before and if you don't do that in in the right uh, state you're bringing that shit if i may say that into mm. the next day you know mm. and and it's just it's a total reset of your body and it's and it's it's also one of the things that are people that people are are very will uh, very willing to to trade for something else you know for an hour of extra work but if you if you if you would sleep properly you know you would need less time during the day to to create more work and you're more effective you have, you're in a better energy you can handle uh opposition much better from wherever it's coming in your relationship with your colleagues uh whatever work throws at you or life throws at you you know you're and it takes it's it's basically it's a it becomes a multiplying factor you know when you sleep good day after day you know your sleep will start to improve, but also your productivity, your mood will start to improve, your immune system will will improve. You will improve all in basically in all areas of your life, and um, so 
what I was saying about this woman, she was uh, another client of mine. She she came to me and she's like, well, I only sleep five hours a night. I'm 45 years old. I've never slept more than that. It's like, so don't come to me and, and, and say that we can change this. It's like, I'm sorry, I'm not buying what you're selling, you know. It's like, I've done this so many times before, you're no exception. And she looked at me a bit funny. It's like, yeah. It's like, but of course, you're never going to sleep more than five hours because you wake up in the morning and you think, oh, that night was crap. You know, it's like, it's, tonight is going to be, it's going to be the same. You know, I'm, I'm already exhausted and you have to start your day. It's like, you, you're just going to repeat, re repeat the past night every single day. It's like, so you first need to start to believe that you can sleep six hours and let and let's set you up for six hours. You know, when you come home from work, go for a 30 minute walk with your husband and see if you sleep better or not. She's like, are you, are you willing to try? Okay. And she's like, yeah, yeah, I'll try. And so she tried and she started to, within a week, she was sleeping six hours. Yep. Every single night. And you it mentioned something there, you know, Boz, you mentioned something there that's really interesting. And this is uh, this is one of the things that I did. Uh, I'm anxious to hear your opinion on this. I um, I have always walked to help me clear my head. Uh, and, you know, I'm, I'm you know, I'm 53. My my knees can't take running long distances anymore. But I, I walk between six and 12 miles a day, depending on how much time I have and whether, you know, if I have sometimes I have client phone calls, I'll take them while I'm walking. And that exercise, the six miles is the magic number for me. If I walk six miles, I also I also have two dogs and I take them. My wife walks them in the morning. I walk them in the afternoon and they're they're young dogs and they're American Bulldogs. So they're athletic breeds. I take them each on a two mile walk. So I'll get 10 miles in just about every day, depending on, you know, the weather. I'll walk myself when it rains, but I don't take the dogs out when it rains mm -hmm. so I can get 10 miles in every day. That's six mile walk. That equals better sleep for me every time, oh, every yeah. single time. It's without fail. If I don't do the walk, I might get good sleep. I might not. If I do the walk, I know I'm going to get good. That combined with the routine that I have now ensures that I'll get a good night's sleep. And that's the key. It's it's just so it's so important. Talk to me about um, now you do you do a lot with like you do the the cold water baths. And I've heard about, you know, sauna for 25 minutes and then a cold water plunge pool. Uh, talk to me about that and how it how it affects you. That's one thing I haven't tried yet, and I'm I'm curious to hear what you have to say about that. How does that work? So I I only take a, a, a cold baths, uh, and I do I do take one cold shower a day. Sometimes I take I take a second shower after after a workout or something, but that will be that will be a warm shower. Uh, but that's for me. That's also something where it improves my immune system you know and i'm outside i'm giving myself that my body that 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 kick and which will uh which is sometimes i can feel throughout the whole day um and i i mean it helps my sleep as well it makes me feel it makes me sleep better too. And, and so it, it, what's the what's the methodology? So you, you have an outside shower and it's it's 30 degrees and you go outside and you stand under the cold water for how long? Like how how long do you? Oh, do I know. I have a so I think the water here is around 
like the water that's coming from the tap is let's say five six degrees and i take a five minute shower so it's that's that's celsius so it's probably celsius. 45 43 44 45 degrees something, something like, like that, that. Yeah. yeah and that's it varies a little bit it, it varies a little I, I mean when it goes into spring it goes up and it does go uh it goes maybe to 20 no that's uh well to 50 or something yeah so you you go you just you just stand under there or do you is it an actual shower where you clean yourself yeah yeah, no it's an actual shower where i clean myself it's just my normal it's like my normal shower and i i I clean myself and i I wash myself just only with, with with cold water that's that's what i do every single day and then three times a week i go sit in outside water which is now three degrees celsius so you probably know that's more like that's like 40 i think yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so that's, that's, that's uh um that's the cold. other day i had you, how long do you sit in that boss how long do you sit in that cold water so what we what the guideline we take basically is one minute per degree celsius okay so if the water is 10 degrees celsius we sit 10 minutes and so when the water when the temperature started to drop um we we went down to five minutes, and now we keep it at five, at five minutes. So the water is 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 uh, is around forty degrees uh, Fahrenheit, but we still do uh, we still do five minutes. Um, and do that's you, did did you do you meditate or do you just sit there and relax? And and how long did it take you to get used to that? Because that's that's cold. That's really cold. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's it's every single time it's. Um, yeah, you, 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 you do kind of meditate and you, it's, it's painful, you know, it's like, you know, when you hold your hand on the cold water, but now you feel that for, for, let's say a minute, your, your hand starts to hurt and now you feel this over your whole body. So you need to breathe through this and you, yeah, you kind of meditate. Um, sometimes you feel that you're, you know, you're trying to hold your breath, you know, and, you just only breathe like very shallow and then it's like no no okay i need to 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 bring my breathing back to a normal uh to a normal level and yeah that's uh um that's what you do and then you know when you come out we had we had a a very strong windshield factor uh two weeks ago where is where felt like minus 18 celsius so I don't know what that is in in, in uh, it's cold yeah, yeah it's, it's it's very it's, cold it's like it's dallas cold. weather it's, or it's like a texas weather at the moment yeah it's so, close to it's close to zero yeah that's that's close to minus 18 celsius is cl- probably close to zero fahrenheit it's very cold. Yeah, yeah it's very cold and then you stand there and you have to dry yourself and then so you get another shock but uh that was that was that was very extreme but it's it's your your body uh gets gets used to it and it's 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 becoming less painful and it's less i mean not that's like you're in extreme pain but it's just not it's not a pleasant feeling uh but and how does that help your explain how that helps your immune system help people with with how what happens in your body that that it helps your immune system so there there are there are various things that are that are happening in your system so your your what i really believe in is that you need to let your body do the do the, basically the reheating so you bring your you yourself bring your body up to 
to to its normal temperature. Uh, some people take a take a warm shower afterwards, and I think that's just reducing the 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 effect. Uh, I mean, when your body does it yourself, so um, it's yeah. I mean, the immune system is such a it's such a it's a system that we know so little about, really. Mm-hmm. But it's it's uh, I don't know if you heard of Wim Hof. Uh, but he's he's called the ice man and he uh he can sit in ice water for two hours um and he can actually control his immune reaction and they've they've done this in in scientific uh, uh labs at the university where they gave him a, a like something that would make him sick for like eight hours or something but he through his breathing he could control his his immune reaction and at first they were like thinking, you know, oh, he's the he's Wim Hof, he's something special, he's the Iceman. And then he was like, give me twenty guys, and I'll I'll, uh, you know, you split them in two groups, ten and ten, ten, uh, ten, uh, ten in each. I'll train ten, and you'll give them uh, the same, uh, the same bacteria or whatever. And uh, they all were able to control their immune system uh, just by breathing through it. It's it's so, just so let's talk about breathing. Yeah. Tell us so tell us what the technique is, and you teach this to your clients, right? What is the what is the? What oh no, I don't teach. I don't teach. Oh, don't uh, teach I don't breathing. teach. Uh, I don't teach the, the the breathing technique. Okay. No. Uh, but it's a. I mean, it's it's basically your what what you do is you enrich your um, your body with oxygen. You try to breathe in as much as you can in thirty in thirty breaths. And then you, after the 30th breath, you breathe out and you hold your, your breath. And you can basically hold your, your breath then for like two minutes. Or some people can even do like three minutes before the body will trigger you to breathe again. Oh, wow. And that's, uh, I mean, it's, it, I've done it. I've done it uh, uh, multiple times. And, and it's also, I mean, your brain becomes really uh, oxygen rich. And it's kind of a... Yeah, you're kind of tripping <laughs> by your. Uh, uh, it's yeah, it's like your your brain creates these uh, these happy hormones, and that's kind of what you know when you're when you do these ice baths. You know your your immune system starts to produce more proteins and better proteins, um, and they then have an have an effect on your on your genes you know some genes are not you know we have so many and I, I mean I'm not I'm not an expert on that but I know that some genes we don't use you know because they're not uh, they're not signaled by by our brain or by um, and when you start doing this you know all of a sudden they start to be signaled and they start to create proteins and then little by little you improve your immune system you're less likely to get sick um and yeah this so you just op- this is this is not just a way to uh to help you become healthier it's also it'll also improve your productivity it just makes sense right let more sleep better you know your immune system is stronger you'll you'll be less sick one of the things that i've really been studying and uh doing with my family here is 
we um we you can go to here in the states you're you're in amsterdam and mm -hmm. you tell me if this is true there here in the states you can go and get uh, you can pay for blood tests that will measure your vitamins and minerals in your in your blood and you know one of the things that we found out during the pandemic is uh, my my wife and i were um we're we were uh deficient in vitamin d which is key to the immune mm -hmm. system it's key mm -hmm. to bone growth uh it, it affects the because vitamin d really becomes a hormone in your body it affects your level of energy and everything so we went and got these tests and now uh myself uh, my wife and my children were supplementing uh, our diet with the things that were missing and it's not a day and night thing it doesn't happen overnight but over time you notice the difference in how you feel in your productivity so when you combine exercise and it doesn't have to be you know it doesn't have to be boz's crossfit exercise it can be no. just walking you combine that with better sleep you combine that with getting the right nutrients in your body preferably from diet but you can supplement as well that it, your productivity just goes through the roof. You can do probably double what you were doing because you have more energy and you're sharper. Talk about the rest of your lifestyle now. Now, now you've embraced minimalism, and what is what is? How does the minimalism factor into everything else you're doing? Why is why is Boslebesk now a minimalist? <laughs> oh, I, I mean, it's 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 funny. These things just. They, they come uh, they come your way and 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 you'll you'll like them and you'll you'll adapt them um, but one of the things that I do with my clients is decluttering you know and that's getting rid of material stuff but also decluttering your your calendar or like this this conversation that you've been postponing for a week or for 10 years you know it's mm -hmm. like get it done you know sort it have that conversation and you can move on because all these things are just drawing you back or holding you back and once you start clearing all this stuff you know you start to free up things start to open up and so i came across um this minimalism thing and also because of the like the work i've been doing and the traveling i've been doing i've been basically living out of two suitcases for 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 years and i came back to my i came back to my apartment where i hadn't been for for a long time and i was i decided to uh start renting it out and i had all my stuff in there and i was like okay so what am i gonna do am i gonna rent uh, some storage space and then put all my stuff in there that i haven't seen touch in 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 let's say four or five years um and i was like no let's get let's just get rid of it see what happens and i got rid of it and the i felt so relieved i was it was like all this stuff you know it's like gone gone and a week later i got rid of 75 percent of my stuff in a week it's basically it's like get rid of it and I donated stuff, I threw stuff away, um, I recycled uh, stuff. But I was also, after a week, was like contemplating or thinking or reflecting what I threw away. And I, I mean, I couldn't like mention like 
10 things, you know, it's like, okay, maybe there was, there was a, one jacket, you know, that, I, that was very expensive and then there was like a book and I threw away some CDs from my favorite artists, but because they're my favorite artists, I knew I had the CDs, you know, but yeah. if you ask me that one CD that I bought, like, you know, randomly, it's like, I have no idea. And I just like, it was, it was, and I'm just like, I don't have that stuff anymore. <laughs> I don't have to look at it anymore. I to, don't walk around it anymore. I, I mean, I had, I've worked with one, with one client as well. And it's, so I started to let, let's declutter your life as well. And you, it's like, show me your apartment. And I looked at his, his place and the pictures. It was insane. It was like what you yeah. see on television. And I was like, it's like a, it was like a hoarder and it's like i have no idea how this is too much for me you know <laughs> and just some some specialist needs to come in but i was like oh well let's let's give it a try anyway you know and i started with a, like very small step it's like you know next week i want your kitchen counter to be 80 percent visible the rest you can leave you know and we'll just gonna take it one step at a time and i was like this never i I, that's what I thought, you know, this is never going to happen. But the next week, you know, he cleaned up most of his kitchen. You know, the floor was cleared. There was just boxes everywhere. And there was like, yep. there was, you couldn't see the, 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 yeah, anything in the kitchen. It was just like, he had, I don't know, he had 80 of these fitness uh, shakers, you know, protein shaker uh, things. And I was like, why do you need 80, you, need you know? one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> why? And indeed, it's like, let's get rid of it, you know? How many cups do you have? It's like, there was like 60 cups, you know, with from everywhere and nowhere. It's like, you know, throw away, throw away 40, you know? Keep the one, keep the one that you like. And clean out your, uh, clean out your, your fridge, you know? There's like things that are like three years of date, you know? Throw them out. You're never going to eat it again. You know, it's, it's like, it will make you so sick. <laughs> and it, so that's, that's, and that was started to, that was such a big shift for him, you know, he. Well, it's a shift for everybody. I oh, mean, yeah. You, I mean, think about, think about this for a second. Okay. Those of you who are listening and Boz, think about this mm -hmm. for a second. If you're, if you were an airline pilot and you walked into the flight deck, you sat down on the flight deck of a plane and there were, you know, all, there was all kinds of crap. A book you read last week is there. Your protein shake is, is sitting there from, you know, a month ago. You've got uh, five or six magazines laying around. You got the, the journal that you started at the beginning of the year sitting there. There's just crap everywhere on the flight deck. Would you be more effective or less effective at flying that plane? And think about this. If you were a surgeon and you walked into the operating room and there was crap all over the place from the last six patients who were there, would that be a good environment for you to work in? No. Yet I walk into people's offices all the time and there's shit piled up to the ceiling. There's there's file folders and boxes and, you know, pictures that have dust on them from months ago. That The place hasn't been cleaned up. It's a crap house. And you're expecting yourself to be highly productive in an environment that's just reinforcing mess and clutter and confusion. Your you're, you need to surround yourself with an environment that is going to enable what you want. 
And when your life is full of crap, now I'm not an extreme, I'm not a minimalist like you, mm -hmm. but my rule of thumb is at the end of the day, when I walk out of here, my desk has to be clean because mm -hmm. I don't want to come in tomorrow early in the morning and sit down at my desk and go, oh, there's all this stuff here that I started yesterday. It makes me feel bad. You want to feel like you're the surgeon walking into a pristine operating room or you're the pilot walking into a clean, well-organized flight deck to take off and, and, and uh, manage that flight successfully from point A to point B. You can't walk into a shithouse and expect that things are going to go really well for you. It just can't. Your life can't be like that. You know, now talk about talk about your the you know how you help people with the with their calendars too. how, you know, when there's too much, they're overscheduled, there's too much clutter on their calendars. What do you do to help people with that, boss? And so, I mean, we we sit down and we're just going to it's like, so what is the thing, you know, what is the thing you're not enjoying, you know, or what are you doing because you think you have to do it? You know, let's let's see if we can skip that, you know, or let's see if we can. I mean, if I hear like the other day, like how how much people feel their their pressure to respond to every message that's sent to them. It's like, no, you don't. You just don't. You know that someone sends you a message and that they are expecting a response. It's not for you to decide that or that you don't have to, you know, you just don't have to. And if you yeah, stop, try, you try this. Yeah, everybody try this right now. Go into your inbox and just delete everything that's in there. Just delete it all. Yeah. Guess what's going to happen? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing is going to happen. If people want to get in touch with you, they're going to figure out how to get in touch with you. Delete everything in your inbox right now and watch. <laughs> Nothing will happen. I, well, you know what I said to, I said to, uh, to a woman the other day, she's like, I need to clean up my email. That's what I'm going to do. That's what I'm going to work on this week. It's like, so how many emails have you, do you have in there? Yeah, thousands and thousands. It's like, no. What you do is you take the whole thing, you put it in one folder, one archive. That's what you have right now. It's just one, it's one big pile. You just move the pile into an archive. You leave it there. If you need to search something, you can find it. And you, whatever comes in today, that's what you're going to manage. That's what you, if, that, if that's the way you want to work, you want to put it into folders, that's what you're going to do every single day with the mails that are coming in from now on. Do not go back into the past and try to clean it up. Just put it in an archive. And the other thing I want you to do, every newsletter, just cut it, you know, Unsus unsubscribe, because these are just, this just noise, 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 noise. And yep. I'm, I'm trying to look at the, to get out the noise, you know, and um, it's also it's like when you when you go into a meeting where these, you know, I've, I've worked with some of these some people and they're like, you know, I go into this meeting, these people come unprepared and they're like, we're discussing things that are not that are not finished and or it's been sent to me like an hour before. I have no time to read it. So we're we're going over these over these items that are and we're just wasting time it's like okay you know how are you going what can you do you know you you need to be the leader in this as well you need to educate these people and use whatever you say 24 hours before 48 hours before that's when you that's when you send it we everybody has time to read it then it will be discussed if that's not I mean, if the document is not finished we will not discuss it and then you know people come to the meeting the first time they'll still do the same thing as they were doing uh, uh,
before. But, you know, after three, four, five, ten times, people are like, oh, this is the new way we work. And then people, they, they'll start to appreciate that they'll have time to read their documents or the things that they need to read. They come prepared to the meeting and it's it all of a sudden becomes a very productive meeting. The meeting doesn't last two hours anymore. It's back down to, well, let's say let's say an hour and a half. You know, you, you won 30 minutes, but just creating a bit more discipline and, and decluttering a bit. You know, why why talk about a document that's half finished and then, you know, another time and another time and another time. I, of course, I know there's things that are in progress, you know, and they, they'll have a different approach, but it's really about these these things. How can you declutter also these procedures and be like, okay, you know, this is where we're focused. Yeah. All right, Boz, how can people get in touch with you if they want to work with you? What's the best way for people to find you? They can come to my website, which is uh, boslebesk.com. Uh, or they can come to my LinkedIn page um, and there's all my contact details are there. Uh, they can, um, yeah, they can, uh, you can also book a call. The first call is on me. Um, what I also do is I do like every other three weeks, I do a workshop, um, which is really about bringing that balance into your life and then bring that balance into your body. Um, and we'll talk about these these things as well and how you can make uh, the right step for you. You know, it's really, when I work with people, it's about finding what works for them. You know, I don't want to, you know, if I want to put everybody in the same box, it's never going to work. It's, mm. Just don't, you know, it's and it's finding that, that thing that will trigger you to, uh, to start moving, you know, and to, to create and uh, um, to change and it's mm. it's what I get from all my clients here they're all like saying I wish I'd done this before it's so easy I never thought I could do it this is what they all say you know it's the other day I had a woman and we're I normally do work in a three-month program one session a week we were in week seven and I was like so where are you at what do you think it's just like I just, I mean, I couldn't, I, I had never anticipated to be here after seven weeks. I hadn't even anticipated to be here at the end of 2021. It's mm. like, okay, you know, so we're, we're now, it's, it's the end of January. You know, we have another five weeks to go. What are we going to do? You know, step it up. We're going to create more, you know, and even if it's just building a stronger foundation that this is never going to change again, you know, it's like, this is what we're working on. Let's do it. Let's hit it. And, uh, um, yeah, that's um, um, yeah, that's just. I mean, I, I love it, and it's just an honor to be to be part of these people's uh, uh, journey. Yeah, no, that's fantastic, Boz Lebesque. I want everybody to go to b a s l e b e s q u e dot com. That's bozlebesque You can check out what Boz is doing. You can book a free call. Call the guy. Talk to him. He's he's in Amsterdam, but he'll accommodate uh, time zones from all over Absolutely. the planet. I'm sure if you want to if you want to talk with him, folks. I can't stress this enough. Proper sleep, proper nutrition. A little bit of exercise, just walking, all those things, the foundation 
for improved productivity. This is the Inside BS Show, the Inside Business Strategies Show. But here's the thing. The BS that's going on in your life right now, Boz will help you cut it out. He'll help you streamline your life. You'll feel so much better. You'll be glad you did it. Go to boslebesk.com, B-A-S-L-E-B-E-S-Q-U-E.com. Book a call with Boz. Check him out. He's he's doing some really cool stuff. And the one thing that I'm taking away from that, I took a lot away from this interview, but I'm going to start I'm going to start the cold showers. I'm going to be miserable for a little while. I want, <laughs> I want that extra I want that extra jolt in my in my immune system. I want that extra boost to make myself more productive. So, Boz, it was tremendous having you on. Thanks for uh, thanks for joining us and inspiring us today. My friends, this is the Inside BS Show. We're here every single day with a brand new interview for you to help you make a great living and live a great life. Join us tomorrow for another edition of the show. I will be back here taking you inside business strategy, sharing the insider business secrets and helping you cut through all the inside BS that's clogging up your life. Until tomorrow, I'm Dave Lorenzo. Here's hoping you make a great living and live a great life.